guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So today is kind of a part two of yesterday as I introduced you to the parable of the laborers in the vineyard and really address the issue of, you know, you got a guy coming in at 6 a.m. versus a guy coming in at 5 p.m. in the workday and getting paid the same. Is it fair? Is it fair? So I want to show you, I, I brought up Elder Holland yesterday. Elder Holland's wonderful talk from 2012 called Laborers in the Vineyard. You cannot read this story without studying Elder Holland's talk along with it. So I brought up yesterday this first lesson about how being careful with envy, you know, just because someone else is blessed doesn't mean that you are diminished in any way. You get to lesson number two here in the parable, and I think it's incredibly relevant for our day. So go ahead and watch lesson number two with the parable of Laborers in the Vineyard from Elder Holland. Watch this. My beloved brothers and sisters, what happened in this story at nine or noon or three is swept up in the grandeur of the universally generous payment at the end of the day. The formula of faith is to hold on, work on, see it through, and let the distress of earlier hours, real or imagined, fall away in the abundance of the final reward. Don't dwell on old issues and grievances, not toward yourself, nor your neighbor, nor even, I might add, toward this true and living church. The majesty of your life, of your neighbor's life, and of the gospel of Jesus Christ will be made manifest at the last day even if such majesty is not always recognized by everyone in the early going. So don't hyperventilate about something that happened at 9 o'clock in the morning when the grace of God is trying to reward you at 6 in the evening, whatever your labor arrangements have been through the day. We consume such precious emotional and spiritual capital, clinging tenaciously to the memory of a discordant note we struck in a childhood piano recital, or something a spouse said or did 20 years ago that we're determined to hold over his or her head for another 20, <laughs> or an incident in church history that proved no more or less than that mortals will always struggle to measure up to the immortal hopes placed before them. Even if one of those grievances did not originate with you, it can end with you. And what a reward there will be for that contribution when the Lord of the vineyard looks you in the eye and accounts are settled at the end of our earthly day. Okay, this message, the formula of faith is to hold on, work on, see it through, and let the distress of earlier hours, real or imagined, fall away in the abundance of the final reward. Don't dwell on old issues or grievances. Boy, what a message for our day. Not towards yourself nor your neighbor, or even, I might add, towards this true and living church. You know, a lot of people do struggle with what has taken place in the past. You know, in the past is, I remember reading about a, a quote where it talked about, you know, history is like a foreign country. They, they did things differently back then. 
people acted with the amount of light and knowledge they had and people also did dumb stuff. I don't understand why the need is to be able to hold the past accountable for things. I really don't. I believe in the doctrine of repentance for individuals now and individuals back then as well. And I look at the idea of holding grudges against people from the past. Ah, that doesn't do anything good for us. You move forward. You, including yourself, we often do that with ourselves as well. One of my favorite things to do with my seminary students is I will often, in in trying to teach this idea of just be kind to the past, be kind to them. One of the things I'll do is I'll show my seniors in class, I'll show them their ninth grade seminary picture. You know, sometimes it's on there. And, uh, and, oh, they're all just like, oh, don't show me that and I'm like why oh that person they were this they were this they didn't understand this and I was like you know what be kind you were most likely acting with the amount of light and knowledge that you had at the time so don't judge that past person by what you know right now be kind be merciful and be generous what a wonderful message let's get you to lesson number three from Elder Holland because I think it's so relevant again for today so go ahead and watch this this parable like all parables is not really about laborers or wages any more than the others are about sheep and goats. This is a story about God's goodness, His patience and forgiveness, and the atonement of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is a story about generosity and compassion. It is a story about grace. It underscores the thought I heard many years ago that surely the thing God enjoys most about being God is the thrill of being merciful. Especially to those who don't expect it and especially feel they don't deserve it. I do not know who in this vast audience today may need to hear the message of forgiveness inherent in this parable but however late you think you are however many chances you think you've missed however many mistakes you feel you've made or talents you think you don't have or distance from home and family and God you feel you have traveled I testify that you have not traveled beyond the reach of divine love It is not possible for you to sink lower than the infinite light of Christ's atonement shines. One of my favorite quotes from Elder Holland of all time, surely the thing God enjoys the most about being God is the thrill of being merciful, especially to those who don't expect it and often don't feel they deserve it. The reality of it is none of us deserve that, but we have that loving kindness from Jesus Christ that he gives to us. So this parable of the laborers in the vineyard is such a relevant parable for you and I. Uh, Elder Holland concluded with this beautiful little thought, so go ahead and watch this. My beloved brothers and sisters, to those of you who've been blessed by the gospel for many years because you were fortunate enough to find it early, and to those of you who've come to the gospel by stages and phases later, and finally to those of you, member or not yet member, who may still be hanging back, to each of you, one and all, I testify of the renewing power of God's love and the miracle of His grace. 
His concern is for the faith at which you finally arrive, not the hour of the day in which you got there. So I love his concern is about the faith that we have and not the hour that we got there. Oh, if we can remember that about ourselves and our growth and the growth of others, I think this parable is wonderful and I love what is taught here. It's one that you can study out. In fact, go watch all of Elder Holland's talk, but I think we gave you kind of the, the meat of the messages that I think he really wanted to have shared with this. So I am grateful for this story. I'm grateful for Elder Holland and what he taught about this as well. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.